Hello and welcome to the Rabbit Hole, the Definitive Developers Podcast, live from the Boogie Down Bronx. I'm your host, Michael Nunez. Our co-host today, Dave Anderson. We're today we're talking about different debugging tactics. I imagine as you're programming throughout life, there's going to be a time <laughs> where you run into a bug. And these things happen all the time, for me at least. I have never seen a bug, but you know, I think I would find these very helpful if I ever did see a bug in a program, like if they truly exist. Oh man, no, lucky you. You've never <laughs> seen a walked into a bug. I'm bugs all the time. Yeah. I'm bugging all no, the time. No software I've ever used or programmed has had bugs. So oh, man. I, I don't no, think you're... this will be an interesting episode for me at all. <laughs> well, we'll have different debugging tactics for you to follow so that <laughs> when you do eventually run into a bug, Dave, you'll be able to understand the different things you can do or cannot. <laughs> and we'll get into that. In all seriousness, I, I saw this like uh, comic online the other day. I kind of loved like how silly it was, but it also like was actually very true and informative. It's from uh, a comic called Fast and the Furious. Like, I guess, functions as a service. Yeah. Fast and the Furious. Fast. <laughs> Fast. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just titled Debugging Tactics. I mean, it has a really, really good point. And I think we could definitely walk through a lot of them as we go throughout the episode. Uh, shout out to uh, Forrest. Brazil, who came up with the comic, will definitely leave some information on the show notes. So, Dave, you've never ran into a bug before, so I guess I'm going to do a lot of the <laughs> what what I do, yeah, what are some things I run into. Too. I feel like I may have taken the premise too far, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, you run into a bug the first time, and me personally, I just don't believe it because, like, I feel like I write my code is perfect. So, you, I may like. If it's like something, say I'm dealing with some JavaScript, I'll reload the page and see that something's not happening. Oh, like, yeah. Eh, I don't believe you. I'll reload again. <laughs> Command R. That, and then that, like, makes oh, that, that may be actually where I am right now. I'm just like not believing that there are bugs. But there's... And then it's like, oh, wait, it's still not there. May, let me do a hard refresh. And then like I command shift R. That's like the really, really like hard refresh you want to do. Oh, right. And then when well, it's that, not that's there. That's like command shift R is like you clear the cache as well, right? Or like, yeah. yeah. And that that's like the hardcore reload that's what you mean business when you hold down that shift button i mean that, that kind of makes sense though because like if you turn it off and you turn it back on again and it works then there's something wrong with state like yes you you save something in state like the cache or in memory and it, it goofs mm -hmm. you up yeah if i'm getting goofed up in that regard i'll make sure i write a test figure out how could i cover that particular part yeah so that future mike doesn't have to deal with that again because that would that would suck yeah i guess if you can like reliably reproduce that situation through like some different inputs or like just doing the same thing like ten thousand times a lot easier to do that in a test than like in person <laughs> yeah i did exaggerate before and i have i have seen bugs before in my life it's mm. I, I admit <laughs> <laughs> yeah there there was one not too long ago that we we're working through where it was a race condition in like processing a status so like there were two database transactions happening at the same time 
And depending on which one resolved first, that's like what data you would see partially. But like there are multiple tables involved. So like different, it would be inconsistent. You know, I was trying to just reproduce it manually. But after we did that, a colleague of mine wrote a test and I was like, you're a genius. There you go. So much easier. Now we can like just run it as much as we want. And then the test is there to cover you. It will cover future Dave and future colleague. Thank you, future colleague (laughs) or past colleague. Yeah, past colleague. Yeah, Past colleague. Okay. So like the thing that I really like about like this technique, I guess probably like the joke in this this comic that we talked about from Fast and the Furious. There's two axes on, on this chart and there's like the y-axis is like how effective it is and the x-axis is how often I try it and like you know run the same code again hope it magically works now is like all the way on the right doing it all the time not very effective effective like. at all <laughs> at but, you all, know nope. some, sometimes maybe yeah but then say you ran the same code again and again and again and run into this bug and the bug is still there that's where you you know where you need internet access baby you got to go to google you got to check out what's going on and you go on your googly <laughs> moogly you search for the bug or the issue that you have and pray that it's on the first page oh totally yeah if if you find that you ventured too far far from the first page, oh, you may need to try a different set of string uh, sentence to try and figure out the bug more specific. I never find my answer in the second or in second or infinite page beyond that. Normally, <laughs> it's rare that There's I gotta like, go to you page really five. Click into, like click into like the seventh O in the Google. <laughs> This is Google. <laughs> no, no, no. Your answer's not there. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, you got to try st- different. All the good stuff has a good SEO. I, I don't know. Like you got like the Stack Overflow mm-hmm. top of top up there, right? You know, yeah. it's it's always there. <laughs> you don't even like put Stack Overflow in there. I feel like, like Wikipedia, like sometimes I'll put a wiki in there, but Stack Overflow is just going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of the times where I used to purposely install like uh, Ubuntu, like when Ubuntu wasn't as supported as much and I needed to find drivers for my video card on an Ubuntu operating system and it would be on page five, oh, like wow. the answer. But that would be insane. I'm never doing that again. I have a child. <laughs> I want things to be fast. Right. I'm not dealing with that. No. Right. So, yeah. It should just work now, yes. right? Yeah, but yeah. I, I guess it's like kind of an art, like figuring out, like like you're saying, like if you're like ending up in the fifth page, like somebody out there has the Google Foo and they're going to be yeah. able to get that on the first page. Like they'll figure oh, it out. My Google Foo was not strong at that time at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to you gotta hone it through like experience. Like there's like the first instinct might be like, oh, let me copy the whole error message. But like then it's like, oh, well, you know, your class name's in there. And so that's not helpful. Like you get no results at all for that. So you got to be like pretty, pretty smart. Like there's like the specific part of the error message that's like good. I find that uh, and according to this comic that it can be effective and I try it a lot. Like when things don't happen work, I'm just going to Google trying to get the first page. Hopefully that SEO is rocking. Yeah. Even like when I probably should be bookmarking things like like good blog posts or something like that. Like I'm always Googling it. Like there's some CSS tricks article for Flexbox Mm -hmm. and like Flexbox is great. Like I, I use it all the time, but I always like forget 
what Always. I should be doing. And, you know, first page results, <laughs> just Google it. Like Flexbox, help me. Yeah. That, yeah, Flexbox is definitely one of those examples where I always fudge it up and got to go to the internet to do that. Uh, the next tactic to follow is to read the docs. And I imagine that's like the the next step that I tend to go to as well. It's just like, all right, I need to find out what was the developer's intention for this to work and why am I not seeing the behavior I expect? Yeah, I imagine you probably see the docs in the first page of results a lot of the time too oh yeah I, I imagine that the seo for that definitely comes up like you would write you know the framework or the particular package or gem that you're using and then you write the bug and then continue on and hopefully that's like the first thing that comes up on google right the docs are like github read me or oh yeah i mean i guess like if you're really going deep like i i've definitely done this a couple of times where the docs like don't quite have all the information I need. So I'm like going to go to GitHub and like maybe look at the source code and look at the comments in the yeah. code, like see what the method signature is, like try and dig a little bit in there. Yeah, that's a really, really good tactic because then you can definitely see what the code is actually doing, not just what they intend to do or what they say it does you gotta be like pretty mistrustful of like the library code though if you're like checking out that which i mean, I it's, mean I the library so. the library the docs are just comments bro <laughs> <laughs> we, we spoke about comments lying to you and i think that's kind of what happens that's true yeah the docs are a good place to look for things and in, in the event that you may not know may not expect the thing you want to see yeah and like I guess some things have docs like the internet, like they have like the RFCs and things like that, that are the formal docs of how it works. Yeah. Like, but those are like pretty awful to read if you're a human being. <laughs> there's so like, there's a lot going on. Whereas it is resolved, but the MDN website is basically the informal internet docs in, in my mind and they're just super helpful for learning like every single level of how webby things work from css to like dns and like http requests and all kinds of crazy stuff like i, I didn't even know how good the docs were there until i had to actually like write things for dns and networking mm. oh that's awesome super helpful Here's one that I need to do more often. I need to buy one for the desk or I can just shout out loud. But talking to a rubber duck and line by line, you go over and explain each thing that your code is doing. And we often refer to that as a rubber duck debugging and uh, talking to a rubber duck is pretty good. I think that definitely has been ways where I don't do it too often, but when I do, I'd be like, oh, there it is. I forgot a, I forgot a semicolon or some craziness that happens. Yeah, I got a rubber duck right here, actually. Hey, hey we need a screenshot of that. Yeah. Oh, show me that. Let me, let me take a picture of that bad boy. Yeah. Oh, little, yes. little puppy. Uh, oh, got him. Yeah, this is actually, this is actually uh, my fiance's rubber duck, but uh, I have a green one with a mohawk. This one's a more traditional yellow rubber duck. Oh, but. yeah, no. 
He's a he's a he's a ten x rubber duck. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's got the mohawk he's got like, one. Yeah, he's ten. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the mohawk. This guy's got a like, racing is... number on him. And he's oh man. Yeah, yeah like I, I I like I like having him out. Uh, he's he's pretty good. Uh, listens very well. But yeah, like especially like in these times when I can't like go talk to a colleague because like you can talk to a colleague and have the same effect because it's just like the act of explaining it where you have to like figure out how to express it in words and by like just figuring out how to say what the thing is like you just kind of like use part of your brain that you weren't using when you were just like you know chewing on your keyboard or like banging your head or whatever right yeah so you know but rubber duck useful when working from home yeah. Yeah, rubber ducks are are great. Here's a quote, though, from a Reddit user, anonymous, I guess. Uh, Talking to a rubber duck is really effective until he starts talking his problems to you. (laughs) So Yeah, I feel like that is not far off some days. (laughs) (laughs) So if your rubber duck is talking to you about problems, you need to check yourself and that rubber duck. Right, yeah. Be mindful of that. You got to check out. Let me check my tattoos. So yeah, if if your uh, duck is talking to you, then you better get yourself a vacation and check it yes. out. Check out Deep Cut episode number nine from the Tats Vacations. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, you definitely need to take a break. Uh, don't get yourself burnt out and do take a vacation. Yeah, which I mean, honestly, like taking a break is super effective. It's a micro vacation, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> you go outside, yeah. Yes, go outside, take a walk, be safe as you do it. But stepping away from your computer definitely is a thing where I feel like I should do more often and I don't, but I find that to be really effective. Or, you know, if it's 4.45 and you're running to the issue, just step away from the computer for the day. Dude, I, Come in tomorrow I, with a fresh brain and figure it out. I still remember how when you were interviewing me like so many years ago, it's like burned into my (laughs) brain. I was like struggling with like something really small and silly. And then it'd be like, okay, like Pomodoro brick, like, you know, we did work for 25 minutes. We'll take five minutes off, get some water. And I come back and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. It works now. (laughs) Like I just needed to like, you know, do this one thing. Yeah, um, take a break. But it's, Definitely it's just five seems minutes. so far away from uh, figuring it out before that. Right. I mean, I think like if you can try a lot of avenues and I think the best when you have done enough, definitely take a break, go for a walk, walk around, come back, fresh mind will definitely alleviate. And yeah, I've read this before in time. If you have a problem or you're running into a bug, go and take the walk. Walk around, take your break. And if you come back and you still can't resolve it, at least you went for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the mantra I've been trying to follow as of late. So definitely take breaks. Definitely if you have struggle with taking breaks, definitely follow the Pomodoro technique. Either 25-5 or 50-10 will definitely help yeah, with that. Totally. Speaking of breaks, uh oh. Why don't you use a break point? Oh, that's a good one too. I like uh, using breakpoints in different programming languages. Uh, debuggers in, how do you say, in Java with your IDE is one way to do that. 
I've had to do that in a Java project recently. Definitely using the JS debugger just by slapping a debugger right in the code base so that it just stops everything and then stops right there and I can debug that way. It's pretty good too. Yeah, I really love the Chrome debugger. It's it's super, super awesome. Although you, you can also just click in the, the gutter on the the console or the, the code view and put breakpoints in there. I, I kind of forget that you can do that sometimes. But like, uh, especially if you have an IDE, like it can be pretty nice to do that because then you don't have like all these like 20 breakpoints at different levels where maybe, you know, you know, maybe I may have committed a, a, a debugger statement, you know, once <laughs> in my accident. life, you know, it may yes. have happened. It may um, have gone into production for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's no, it's no big deal, but you know. You know, only, only programmers like browse through websites with their console open anyway, so it wouldn't <laughs> stop them. It wouldn't stop them at all. Maybe you could put a little like hello message there where it's like, mm-hmm. hello. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for debugging. Right. I'll see you next time. Right. Later. Yeah, I think uh, debug uh, using breakpoints is really, really effective. I think the one that I use the most, and I guess I should have mentioned this the, the first time, is definitely print statements. Because I know for a fact I've committed a console log into production many a times just to figure <laughs> out whether this thing is working or not by accident. So like there's some random website that's just screaming like, yo, yours a good one. Yo, what am I? That's a really, really famous one of mine. What am I? <laughs> what, am I? Like, what am I? And then it's like the variable name and then it's usually undefined. And then now that's printing in some website in production. I mean, yeah. Uh, but you know, if you're going to compare like printing to like using breakpoints like you got i don't know like i sometimes i forget about breakpoints or i'm like a little lazy and i'm like oh i'll just you know let me just print the variable but then like when i do that like two or three times for different variables and i'm like wait if i just used a breakpoint i can look at like the whole like local variables and you know that, or like step through to a different function or I, I don't know. Yeah. It's breakpoints are like print statements for like everything all at once. Yeah. <laughs> you can print state you can print statement anything on that breakpoint when print statements are just the one thing that you care for. Uh, but I find myself using the print statement way too much. And <laughs> if I've ever worked in your code base, there's probably one in there right now. And I apologize. Oh no. I apologize. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a fun like calling card to leave where you, you just leave a print statement somewhere. Yeah. Like as a consultant, there's just like a trail of print statements. Call me. <laughs> it's like Morse code or something. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Give her from this list, Dave, what debugging tactic would you start to implement more of, do you think? You know, Googling, just more Googling. <laughs> just straight up using the Google. That's a good one. I mean, just go straight to the Google. Someone probably got the answer that you need and then we'll definitely help you out. I, I mean, I feel like I what I really would like to do a little more of is like reading reading docs a little bit more. I feel like there's some good, useful information in there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that. Actually I got I gotta go read the Django docs right now. So <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I think um, definitely doing more rubber duck debugging will probably be helpful for me. Probably going to start grabbing my son and then just start yelling at him line by line what my code is doing. Hopefully that works. I love that idea. Like, and (laughs) I, you know, I was thinking about that. Like, you know, he's so lucky. He's not only does he have like all these cool toys, you know, you're hanging out, you got like all your podcast stuff and like clicking your mouse and hanging up on your, your (laughs) (laughs) but like also, you know, he can help you debug all of these really hard problems. Right. He's listening, but he's not retaining anything as babies would, <laughs> just like a rubber duck. And hopefully he doesn't learn any of the bugs that I run into. I mean, just, just to deal wait. With. Like his, his first memory is going to be just you printing your... P- <laughs> <laughs> Semicolon. That's his first full word. Semicolon. Oh, okay. Semicolon. Wow. Yes, because I keep forgetting semicolons in my code base or something crazy. <laughs> Else statement. <laughs> Undefined is not a function. Like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Hopefully that's not the case. I'd be interested in hearing any other debugging strategies that are out there. We'll definitely leave the comic strip in the show notes as a shout out to person behind Fast and the Furious, just so we all can learn and use this chart to our advantage and to get better at debugging as we're writing software. Yeah, definitely print it off. Put it in your desk right next to the rubber duck. Gonna go do that right now. <laughs> Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez, thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole.